Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This should be the show. For a start... I'm glad that we're recording. I'm glad we're recording because this is the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Podcast in a Tree. I'm in extreme peril. With Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery, the only podcast recorded in a tree for you to listen to at home, maybe on your commute. Maybe by this point in the season, you too have started listening to these in trees. Maybe that's a relaxing thing for you to do, to climb up a tree and listen to other people in a tree conversing um we are currently self-defeating about our intention of um doing a podcast that's nice and relaxing and out, outside outdoors and then it becomes um life imperiling it was always a risk i certainly don't feel as relaxed as i have in other trees before um although i would say this tree is ergonomic in the position i've currently assumed yeah my back could not be more well arched and I'm just positioning myself so that for anyone joining us uh, with video, we'll be able to see my face as I record. I now realize, Tim, mm. <laughs> I mean, one of the myriad places we've gone wrong in today's setup yes. is that where your crotches yeah. and legs are, that's yeah. where I was sort of counterbalancing in my position. Oh. And then now this is a very risque shot for anyone enjoying the... Um, We're going to get a little Monty P. The, the video stream. Well, it's actually... I won't, I won't stand for that. It's a monstrous hog and... Um, I call it the Monty more people P. who know that, the better. Why, why do you need to rename it based on its size? Even if it's because massive, you said they're going to get a little. You, you said they're going to get a little Monty P. Oh yeah, they'll get a little. No such thing, Tim. They'll get a little vision of a big object. You know, it's like getting a, right, li- yeah. a little bit of a. Um, and I don't know, extra the, large mashed potatoes. <laughs> Can I liken your junk to a? Um, I will. I, if, a KFC if you are no, delicacy? no. If you are to liken my junk to any sort of potato, mashed is the last one on my list. I can't tell you how dangerous this particular setup feels to me. So, but the, I still feel good. The basic principle of the show, as well, you know, at this point, is we we get in a tree and we just sort of kick back, relax. This one involves a lot of uh, technical jiggery pokery. It's quite finicky. You can hear, or I can hear, uh, what started as a cool breeze and is sort of turning into a prevailing wind. They won't hear it as mic. much. Okay, that's good yeah, for them because I can get some of that out in post because I'm a genius. Who might die today in a tree? But you will die I, doing what you love. That is so is true. Balancing several different pieces of audio and visual equipment yeah. for the greater good. 
He died as he lived in a tree. <laughs> um, well, look. We've... Guy, let's do a check-in to start with. Oh, yeah. We've sort of touched on around the sides of it, but let me explicitly ask, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm good. Uh, this is actually, this is not my local tree, but this is my local park. We're in Owairaka, which is Mount Albert, which is um, sort of the shoulder suburb in which I live here in Auckland. And I've spent, I'd say I've been up and down this this. I mean, it's pretty generous to call it a mountain, but this hill or this uh, steep gradient over 150 times this year. I've spent a huge amount of time coming up and down this hill. Uh, I Does this incline self-identify as a mountain? Is that what uh, on on maps, on topograph, topographical maps, it would it would say it's a mountain, and then the other mountains would look at the topography of the map and it would say you're pushing it, mate. I'd say no, absolutely but, um, not. You'll, you'll break a sweat if you walk up here. And there are some beautiful trails around. You get a lot of native birds, children playing. If we're lucky, we'll, we'll pick up some of that on, on mic. You'll get a, a picture for just how relaxing the scene is. Um, that is the scene on the ground, I imagine. Up in the tree, things are still tense. Tim, Tim is a man of perpetual motion right now. Even as the, as the show has begun, he, he craves the perfect shot. And I think he's framing up his cell phone. I imagine that this is what we will wind up uh, calling tree cam, which is not a shot of a person so much as a steady shot of a part of a tree. In fact, by my eyes, that is a camera pointing at another camera also in the tree. Um, you could probably go fuck yourself. I think it's getting... Would that uh, I could, Tim, but we're in lovely, a public space. A lovely... Oh, wait. Do you reckon you're in shot of that camera? Because if not, this is for naught, and I have I mean, really I am now. No, life. leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. I won't. It. Okay. How about now? That feels like that's pointed at you. Yeah, near enough. Uh, this is a, the the make of tree. The genus, the species is oh, once again unknown I don't think to you me. Know. Uh, no, I, I, I don't, don't know, know why you enter into it if you don't know. Because it would be nice to know. It would oh, be okay. nice for the listener to get a visual picture of what sort of tree we're dealing with. I hear you. Um, maybe let me, let me talk about what I'm holding. Okay, this is actually probably a beginner's crash course in podcasting. If you if you listen to all the things that Tim's holding. You could buy them and start your own podcast. This is a um, a hodgepodge. It's like a Franken audio device. It's a good name for an audio company. We've got Sennheiser equipment plugged into a Tascam. We've got Rode microphones plugged into a Tascam. Mm. Uh, we've got we've, we've got different flavors of wireless. Yeah. We've got different brands of headphones. In fact, we're representing a wide gamut of audio brands. You've got Audio Technica headphones on. I, I don't right. know what ones. Until I'm until one of them, you've got AG something. AKG. AKG. Until we're running the gamut. one of these companies pony up and start lining our pockets with cash, we will yeah. continue to use one of everything. One hundred percent. I remember when I was a boy, or maybe early teen, I used to um, I could never. I, I used to want to have enough of one brand in my wardrobe that yeah. I could wear all of the clothes simultaneously and feel as though I was sponsored by that brand. And it, it never quite happened. You know, I was lucky enough to be wearing a hodgepodge of some of the coolest surfwear brands available to a boy of 11 in Christchurch, New Zealand. Your Billabongs, your Quicksilvers, your Mambos on my more exotic days. Didn't brands do a good job if that was your goal as a child to be like, I'm going to get a whole set? Yeah. My... It's, it's, it's like, um, oh, it's not quite the same. But but so... You know, at supermarkets at the moment, they give kids like little toys, which actually just products, just plastic, yeah. tiny versions there, there, of like breakfast cereal boxes. There is a supermarket in New Zealand which gives them uh, seedlings to plant gardens. Way and cooler. that is a lot oh, cooler. Sorry. I would also like to say that as an adult, it does bother me when I see someone wearing like 
Adidas track pants and Nike shoes. I think, really? Yeah, I think have some fucking self-respect. Walking out of the house like that, you're clearly confused. Wow. What are you doing out in the wild? You're not ready to leave the house. Really? That is genuinely what I think. I think You like, must look at me all the time and be like, what the fuck has this guy got going dude, on? I, I love and respect you because you're, like, you're not wearing so much athleisure wear across purposes. You're wearing a healthy blend of various different... Um, brands at a guess i mean it's and it's all pointless really isn't it because it's all constructs in either way we're lining the pockets of um of these billionaires. pants uh, unbranded them from japan they were very expensive and they're incredibly hard wearing these pants have seen a lot of action unbranded yeah how does the shop you bought them from feel about that oh like you know they've got a label on them but they don't they don't explicitly have a brand Mm. I'm dangling a leg, and I'm wondering if it's getting in the way of a shot that we're going to go to. Because my God, I'm excited about our guests. That's this right. Episode. I mean, there's no time for that yet. What it is time for is okay. our first segment. Okay. But I also oh, interrupted you. No, no, that's okay. Well, the first segment, Tim, you're going to love this one. It's new to you and me. Uh huh. It's a knife in a tree. Oh, <gasps> fuck yes, yeah, dude! I bought a knife up the tree. It's an Openel Savoy from France. Uh, these are some really high quality and durable knives. Hell yeah! It's a little bit rusted, but that's from general wear and tear. I've chopped an apple with this knife. Uh-huh. You could probably carve some bark off. Look at that! Look at the oh, way hey, it just hey. shoots God, through. That was incredible. But you know, leave the tree alone. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I, I just pierced the tree. I was just peeling a little bit of bark off to show yeah. the general application of the knife. And I pierced the tree so deep that uh, some tree juice, sap. Sap. Is that what's inside the branch? Yeah, dude. A lot of people just call it sap. How cra- hey, do you know what's crazy? Maple syrup. You ever thought about that shit? You literally can connect a tap to the right kind of tree, and, and then you've, you've got, got a delicious treat. That is that is crap. I mean, if genuinely, people pay so much money for I it. I know, but the thing is, I'm so thick and so ill-informed, and have no notion on how anything works. That if on. I think about anything long enough, it blows my mind. Hold, hold on, that just makes you intellectually curious. I, th- I think it's the opposite I, of your assessment. I can't walk down a street without thinking, "Wow!" If, like all of these buildings were, I, were built. Do you know how hard it is yeah. to get through a morning if you're looking at every building being like, yep. That's, a, that's awesome. I reckon that's great. I reckon you're the actual smart person. No, but I don't know. I, I said, as he wielded a knife into a tree. I don't know how to build a building. That's okay. What dude. do I bring to? So, someone else is on it. Someone else is on it. What do I bring to the world? You are co-hosting Podcasts in a Tree, one of the most important projects in human history, uh, I think. Yeah. This is really, this is big shit, man. This is some yeah. big stuff. Why else would I, I, I honestly, I cannot get like a good seated position because now I'm carrying the, the yeah. audio device. It weighs a lot. It's here. Well, I mean, we it's were asking, so many, like, we were asking the tree to hold that for us on a lean. Yeah, the, the tree um, would not apply. And I'm okay with that because it's not the tree's responsibility to hold our equipment. Really, it is ours. So that's all good. So, um, so can I just tell you quickly while we're on I uh, knife all about and a tree. Knife. Yeah. This knife has a wooden handle. Yeah, it's beautiful. How do you think... It feels being back up in a tree. Probably good until you like, you know, forced it to inflict damage on its breath. But that was the metal end. Like, do you think the wooden end and the because wood and metal traditional foes? Mm. Do you think that the fire and wood don't get along? The metal, metal and wood are okay. Are they? Yeah, I, I feel like so. the, I, I feel they're like they're okay. natural enemies. Do you oh, think okay. that the 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 metal end of the tree is sort of taunting the the metal end of the knife is taunting the wooden end of the knife, saying I I I took some of your kin. Yeah, man, maybe that's horrible to think about. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the segment and the knife. Time for our second segment. Thank you so much for bringing the knife into the tree. I thought you got a like kick th- out of that. that. Was for me. Can I point it at you? 
yeah, I'd like you to do that because I would point. Hmm. Yeah, Does I that would, feel I, threatening? I would, I would, I would, yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> I would do this to Guy constantly <laughs> um, in our other podcast, the worst yeah. idea of all time. Back when uh, there were several iterations of the knife, the spirit of the knife continued through many physical forms, and I would constantly jab it in your direction. And Horrible I never, feeling. I never really appreciated how uh, dastardly it was as an action until you did it one time to me, and I was like, this doesn't feel good at all. No, it is unbelievably threatening. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean... Our second segment today the is... Gu- uh, I was just going to say, okay. knives, the guns of cutlery. <laughs> that was worth it. Yeah. Uh, our second segment today is Drugs in a Tree, and oh. today's drug is life, baby. Oh, we wow. are high on it. That's right. There is... Um, Crizzos won't shut up about it. Teetotalers won't shut up about it. Straight edge folks won't shut up the about it. The reformed alcoholics won't shut up about it. Life is where it's at. Yeah. Uh, a, a sober mind is a powerful weapon, and um, there's no greater feeling than climbing a tree and you know, remaining clear-headed the whole way through the process. How do you feel about sobriety in general? You had a it's episode, great. You had a recent episode of sobriety. I've, well, I've observed probably uh, in the last 12 months, four, four and a half months of sobriety, and I think it's outstanding. I um, Since I started in New Zealand, you, you, you tend to start uh, experimenting with alcohol quite young. We've got a huge binge drinking problem here. We've got an issue. And I don't know that I would have taken that much time off sequentially at any point since I was 18. And honestly, I was pleasantly surprised and refreshed at how easy it was. Mm-hmm. It makes getting out of bed in the morning uh, simpler. And also, it's great to exit your pre-existing relationship to alcohol and mm. admire it for what it is, which is sometimes an unnecessary sort of... Um, it's, a, a, it's interesting to call poison a luxury item, but it's like, you know, you, you can observe outside of yourself how easily you create an excuse to have a beer or how immediately, you know, at the end of a hard day's toil, you might reach for a beer and think, I can have this. Often, what's happening is you're just um, bored or thirsty. Or want a reward. You want an experience. I you want, want a, a reward. Yeah, you want a taste experience in your mouth. Yeah. Kombucha has held my hand through some of the year. This is why Seltzer's having such a research. Seltzer's so people, hot right now. People need a little mouth I, reward. I will say this, though. We had some friends over for a, um, a party oh, during one you. of these periods. Thank you. And um, I would have drunk. Well, they were all, like, the only time you'd sit down and drink one thing. Yes. Is so, like, such a huge volume of one thing as if you're drinking beer. You yeah. drink liters of the stuff. Yeah. But like, fuck you, while dude. I, while I was now, nah, let's get into that crate day. Rip open a whole box of big bottles that aren't really make yourself for human consumption. Sick. You feel like a giant drinking them, and then feel like an absolute fucking mess at the end of the day. Yeah, spewing on your mates, counting down the rocks, hottest one hundred hits of the last forty years. Just waiting to see if Stairway will make it in the top five again this year while the sun beats down on you and gives you melanoma at an older age. It's what this country is all a fucking about. It's what we were built on. Yeah, brother. All all that to say that when I was uh, observing sobriety, I was, like when we had people over this party, Mm. the same time that people were just drinking beer or whatever, I had beer, kombucha, seltzer, a tea, I had orange juice. You were drinking around the world. Exactly. I was just frantically grabbing for any different taste (laughs) experience to keep myself engaged and stimulated. And I was like, this is odd. This can't be quite right. Yeah. What do you think about sobriety? Uh, Not a fan. I will say this, though, in defense of not drinking, um, I 
uh, had terrible acne as a teenager and never put two and two together that it was linked to my horrific drinking habits. Seriously. Until I started to chill out slightly uh, in my mid-twenties. And then my skin cleared up a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe these things are related. And mm. you know what? They were. So a hot tip for any drunken teenagers out there. If you, if you want to get rid of well, some zits, it kind of, maybe it, drink some water It ties in nicely with the notion of marketing, doesn't it? Because these alcohol companies are so powerful, and they just throw millions or billions of dollars at marketing sort Beautiful of well-flavored people. poison. Yeah. yeah. You know well, a beer, not, you know a beer's like, not nice because the first time you drink a beer, it tastes like fucking garbage nah, water. Nah, I'm not on board with what you say. Alcohol has got its place. We love it. We love a bit of booze. I'm all right I with like, it. I'm, I like, not hitting it. I'm not calling it poison. It hey, is. It is. DB it's, breweries, it's, if you're listening, I don't co-sign with what he's saying. Okay. I don't think. I, where's my camera? Is that my camera? I don't, hey, alcohol, it's all right. It's literal poison. And if you drink the right amount of it, you'll feel pretty nice. But Sobriety's, then the next morning, you'll observe that it's poison because you'll feel nasty. Sobriety is a good drug too, though. Uh, with that... Time for another segment. Absolutely. We've had, you, you know and you love guests on the ground, but yeah. have you ever heard of such a thing as guests on the ground? Oh, shit. That's right, everybody. Please welcome to the podcast on the ground in the park, Laura Daniel and Joseph Moore. Do you reckon you could hold this for a bit? Absolutely. Hey, guys. How are you doing on the ground? Hey. Good. Uh, it's good, good down here. It's fantastic down here, guys. You're missing out. Oh, yeah. What? No, no, it's all going on up here. This uh, is I don't know. The ground's pretty, you know, there's some different textures going on. Uh, the lawn's just been mowed. That so is, that actually creates a little bit of fun. Are you, yeah. are you picking up a smell from the lawn, or is it not that recently mowed? No, I'd say I'd say last three days. Pretty recent. I'd pretty say I'd say uh, two days, because oh, yeah? yesterday was very sunny. So it's still got some green texture on it, but it's I just mean, a bit dry. Don't be it? afraid to embrace the experience. Uh, Laura, I see you're in um, Jandals. You could actually, you know, put your feet, you could ground your feet. This is a big thing in uh, massive urban areas. They go on grass and they take their shoes off and they do something called earthing themselves. How does that feel? Um, fine. <laughs> Just about right. Well, the the grass is, that we talked about, uh, it's kind of, it's quite dry and yeah. coarse now. Yeah. So the softer stuff is the, the grass that's still, you know, that's what, alive. That's what, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional 
tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Laura Daniel and Joseph Moore, big stars in New Zealand. If you're an international listener, you might know about them if you're international as well. You bloody well should. They are well known for being themselves, but then when (laughs) they unite their powers, they become uh, a musical duo, the likes of which we've never seen or exported from New Zealand. If you've seen (laughs) Captain Planet, if you've seen Voltron, if you've seen Power Rangers, you'll be aware of something being greater than the sum of its parts. I would say as powerful as Joseph Moore and Laura Daniel are separately... That is a good metaphor right. for two hearts. I often think okay. it must be really tough for them to get out of the bed as independent people before they fuse their powers <laughs> and become something worthwhile. Dragon Ball Z is another example. You guys uh, are like uh, uh, three men, Gogeta. Three men and a baby. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> when those three men fuse together like a man, a man, a man rat king, <laughs> that's when they were able to finally raise a baby. Um, so... Maybe two. Can we? No, we'll call you Laura and Joseph. But t- two hearts is 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 uh, your your we'll prank. We can go you, by either. Can you obviously you you um you had different experiences growing up. What was your respective relationship to trees? Let's start with Laura Daniel. Uh, my relationship to trees was you know pretty. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a tree house. But oh. Yeah, the tree house was on the ground. Mm. Yeah. So a house it. made of trees. Yeah, yeah, essentially, that, that was it. I grew up in Palmerston North, which is um, definitely like an inland kind of uh, yes. metropolis. <laughs> metropolis. Trees were all you had, really. Metropolis <laughs> is a very generous sort of <laughs> descriptor. Tell us a bit about Palmy North as well, Laura. I just hate to diverge from the treehouse so quickly, but it's an interesting There city. are a lot of trees there. Um, it's, 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 it's one of our beautiful cities where it's completely flat, so you can get anywhere in 10 minutes. Even though it is quite widespread, you know, it's probably, what, the fifth biggest ta- town city? Oh, they'd be, they'd be pushing it. Oh. Yeah, it would be, because when, you do the, when they do Google the weather it. in New Zealand, they always hit Auckland, Hamilton, Wellington, Christchurch, Dunedin. Not hide nor hair of Palmy North. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's on them. You just, you just got to figure out where you're close to and kind of yeah. plus or minus <laughs> a few <bit of laughs> degrees from that. <laughs> but, no, I do remember um, this with the... Tr- Oh, that's what we had. We couldn't quite climb the tree in our backyard because it was one of those trees that doesn't have low-hanging branches, if mm, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But next to it, my mum had managed to get us um, a cherry picker. Oh. So I had the sensation of being up high like I was in a tree. But through a mechanical but through mechanical means. Wait, your mum bought you a cherry picker as a child? She didn't buy it. We were very poor um, growing up. My mum would acquire things. and Stole a cherry picker? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like junk left over from somewhere. My mum had this amazing uh, way of trying to make things fun. So I even remember like for, for a fun activity, she'd take us to, the circus would come to town. And there's this big flat patch of grass, a lot of trees uh, in the centre of Palmy, 
and um, the circus would be set up there or the AMP show with like lots of rides and like light up things and she'd let us get 50 cent ice creams from McDonald's and sit outside and watch people go on the rides. Ah, <laughs> oh, and did that did that work, like did that work? Yeah, I on was your like, pliable childhood mind. Yeah, it did. I was like, "Oh, what a what a treat. We get to go watch some like fast spinning lights." Hell yeah. yeah. And have an ice cream? <laughs> yeah. That's it's, that's resourceful. It's as quite heck. a powerful way to develop either empathy or like, you know, some sort of experiential thing. You know, because you, you, if you are if you are divining joy from watching other people do the thing that ostensibly yeah, you're meant to enjoy doing, that's incredible. Yeah, what a gift! What, it's ha- having fun on a budget. Were you um, were you known by your friends as someone who would be could be found in a tree? Did you like the climb? Did you initiate climbs? You know what? I don't think I did initiate climbs. You sort of if someone was like, "Should we climb that tree?" You'd be like, "Oh yeah, okay." I think. Oh, yeah, okay, here's here's my thing with trees. I was a big fan of the movie Pollyanna. Do, you, do either of you recall the movie? I do, I do not, not know it. Pollyanna. You don't know Pollyanna? Okay, well, this is a travesty because it's a classic. Okay, my, my bad. <laughs> Pollyanna. Let me pl- open with this. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Pollyanna, she plays the glad game, but in it, um, at one stage, uh, a, a, it's either her or a boy, one of them, they climb a tree. They climb a tree to see each other or something, and she falls out of the tree and she breaks her legs and she ends up in a wheelchair. So I kind of had oh, that haunting me the yeah. whole time. Jesus, understand around trees. So I, I, whilst I have a lot of love for trees, I'd usually just I'd, I'd, the amount I would climb is about you know I'd, I'd stay pretty close to. Yeah, the ground. I'd love to Fair see enough. the whoever funded that movie, probably the big ground lobby, <laughs> pulling their resources and putting out some propaganda. I'm also actually that's that's right. Yeah, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> oh, hold on, this just in. Yeah, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> well, I'm one of those people. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give you anything a go, and yeah. then I just remember like, and I've gotten myself into situations where I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's all good. I'll do that. Yes. And then all of a sudden it gets to it. I'm like, oh, that's right. You hate being up high. Mm. You are describing my experience of skydiving. Yeah. Because I just say yes, and I'm like, yeah, great. Yep, yep, yep. And I was like, yep, driving out to the airfield. Yep, sweet, good. This is fun. Didn't get me until I was in the plane. And it had taken off, and I was like, oh, i got to jump out of this. <laughs> and that was scary. Understandably. But I think a good moral of the story, Laura Daniels, always say yes. Yeah. Unless you know better already. Joseph, mm. what about yourself? You grew up in beautiful Wellington? Wellington, yes, in a, you know, I guess a comparatively privileged middle-class uh, environment where I was far too busy going on the rides to climb any trees. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on a ghost train 24-7. <laughs> um, oh, I, we had one tree in our backyard, uh, a corfi, a beautiful corfi. Um, and I used to get up that a bit. I have, I have a negative memory telling my mum I was off to climb up the tree and for her to call me down at 4.30 p.m., because the very first episode of Goosebumps, the TV show, was going to air. And we'd all been very excited for it in, in our community. And uh, What community was that, Joe? Uh, the Goose, Goosebumps fan community. They're going to fall into that little trap, Tim. <laughs> which was uh, me, me, Ellen, and Vuk from school. Um, and, yeah, we got excited, and she forgot to come get me. Oh, so immersed was I in the tree. That, that any notion of time disappeared and I missed the first episode, Monster Blood. I am so gutted to hear that your enjoyment of nature as a child prevented you from watching television. <laughs> that, is, that is a devastating Oh, sure, and I never, I never climbed another tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, a, um, that doesn't surprise it's me. It's such a perfectly <laughs> on-brand story. We had a tree at, 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 pri- at primary school 
or inter- it was intermediate level, like 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. called the Passion Tree. Oh, um, we had which, one of those. Which you were to climb with a with your significant other at the time, nice. and everyone. There was like there was like one day at school when we were eleven where everyone paired up. Yeah. Like everyone just someone did it first and then everyone and just whoever was left you just grab you know you just got got the scraps or whatever and that was fine. <laughs> scraps. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. That, and I'm sure they thought they were getting the scraps too. I'm sure. Not, I'm not saying. Sure. Do eleven year olds describe other eleven year olds as scraps? <laughs> Absolutely. I, kids are pretty ruthless. So do you think remember being eleven? <laughs> I do. Um, but anyway, think. you'd take your turns if you hadn't passed yet. And it was your uh, open mouth kiss. Is a passion is a common oh, term yes, here yes. for your international listeners. Fr- French kissing. Perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so if you hadn't done it yet, uh, either in your life or with with your significant other, mm-hmm. uh, it, there was kind of a ritual at lunchtime where everyone would talk at, in like the class beforehand. You know, Joseph and whoever are going to go up the tree. Well, no, not whoever. Who uh, was it, uh, Blanche. Blanche uh, Edwards was her name. I, Who Blanche. the fuck is this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you've never, you've never once spoken about her to me. And, oh, um, you've told me about Blanche. <laughs> yeah, he Wait, what? Talks about Blanche quite a lot. You're always <laughs> banging on about Blanche. Look, um, Laura, I'm Blanche, sorry. French we'll, we'll talk for about the, the one that got away. <laughs> Actually, French for uh, white. <laughs> anyway, it's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Um, anyway. Uh, but you got the tree, and people would um, uh, count down yeah. to the kiss, and then they'd count up. And your your job was to just to get the highest number, to just uh, just stay, just tongues waggling around oh, each other. Man. Those those first kisses are an enjoyable experience. <laughs> they're, they're so you're just sending your tongue out to work. Eh? <laughs> but also, <laughs> quite often, you're right. I kind of forgot about this. They're a real spectacle. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people involved. There's I, a lot of uh, yeah. onlookers and spectators. Uh, my first French kiss I remember was at um, Jelly Park. In Christchurch, iconic spot, iconic spot, uh, home of a really good hydra slide. Yeah, perhaps formerly. I'm not sure. If <laughs> I haven't been here. for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, surrounded by a few chums, uh, pashed Felicity Schwartzfeger. There, hmm. I've said it now. That's, that's <laughs> not a real name. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. not. It's a shame. Yeah. And all of my friends had their backs turned at exactly the same moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I did bash her. Yeah, also, Felicity Schwarzenegger. Then she had to She's... go back to Canada immediately <laughs> afterwards. So don't ask like, to see her anything. She's you know, not around. I, well, on one hand, Joseph, hearing the, the way that you know, some of the 11-year-olds would call the others scraps. There is something beautifully egalitarian about rounding up everyone who's not yet experienced a pash at, like, intermediate before you're sent off to high school and being like, come on, guys, we've yeah. got to keep the school rep up. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to have a 100% hit rate. It was, no, thing. because I... And, and also, can I just quickly, in case... If ever gets back to Blanche, um, <laughs> she, I did not consider her the scraps at the time. She was she was highly sought Just after, now. and I was and I was ab- absolutely punching. Um, yeah. um, okay, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get it. You love Blanche. Um, she I, got away. I feel very stuck in the tree. I didn't know you could be stuck on the ground. <laughs> Talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face, oh, protecting yes. the feelings of Blanche <laughs> next to the current love of your life. Yeah, okay, can I say? Um, this is huge. Uh, so Laura and I are engaged to be wed. Congratulations! Oh, we uh, and it's been a bit about a month now. Since yes, we we've spent so much time together. We did the Dragon Ball Z fusing. And yeah, yeah. And and now you are jo- Josephora. Yeah, Jora. Actually, with uh, Manuel Dor is our joint name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Manuel Dor is so good. That was really good. Um, oh, that's the merging of our last Laura, name. Laura, as a uh, as a public figure, yes, uh, in New Zealand, has been. Uh, not, I wouldn't say hounded, but yeah. approached 
by the um, the Gossip Magazine press oh, for the pics for, for the um, exclusives on our engagement. Oh my god, are you going to do it? And I'd like to say we are giving our exclusive two podcasts in a tree. Oh um, yes. So, this Honest. is very big news. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Joseph, we could get money, we could get free, free things paid for a wedding or an And engagement. I said, no, the boys in the tree need the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this for everyone. About, I love this for us, I love this for you. This is the, the narrative climax that this podcast has been building towards. Yeah, <laughs> I just realised we literally haven't talked to anyone about it, so there we go. Yeah, um, and you can have the wedding as well. You can... You can yeah. attend a tree. You can can, we, a tree can we watch the wedding from a tree nearby? <laughs> Why are you registered? Uh, no, I'm not. It I, I never finished because it was. It I didn't finish hard. in time for you. I was yeah. like, well, no one else is going to ask me to do this. Yeah, okay. We uh, would hope you'd both be at the wedding. Uh, well, certainly if there are some trees nearby. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually busy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't make it. That's, sorry. That's. Um, well, that's. that's a, can I ask? Hanging out with And Blanche. feel free to veto yeah. this question, but um, did, did you get. Did, they, did the gossip rags propose numbers to you? That were temp, like that were. Did you see any figures? They were like, "We'll give you this much money to tell us what it's like to be engaged." No, I, th- I, th- I don't think there's money yet. There would, there would only be money at, at the wedding stage. I, I would. Say. I see. Yeah. So that's just like, hey, they're, yeah. they're like, but profile boosting. Joseph wasn't super keen to do like a photo shoot where we both wear like white linen and sit oh, on a piece yeah. of driftwood. What, you, I, 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 do you know what? I feel like Joseph would be keen to do that on his terms. Yeah. Like, for a music video, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But not for women's I just realised we're kind of on a piece of driftwood now. So we're, oh, yes. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of it. We're doing it. This is it. Is any of what you're wearing linen? Oh, that's that is an incredible shot. That's the shot. This is it. I'm a... Literally unbelievable. I can't believe you've gifted this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy and for just, us. Uh, just a screen grab. It's seven twenty p of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's our official engagement photo. <laughs> Can I just do a real quick check in with Guy? You've been adjusting your legs quite a bit. I'm a little bit worried about your staying power in the tree, staying rigid enough no, to no, not fall out. No, Are no, you no. okay? I'm great, man. Just so building all of, all of that adjustment is actually that that represents a newfound comfortability and relaxation in the tree. I'm glad um, to hear that. Initially, I sort of had to lock it. I, I always think, if you see someone who's locked into one pose in a tree, I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, they, they don't have any lateral movement, you know, times hey, are tough. But if you see someone to my world. wriggling around in a tree, it's like, oh, they've really made themselves at home up there. I'm fucked. I'm carrying this yeah, well, let me audio device while, that weighs a ton, and um, I, I can feel the circulation leaving one of my legs. Oh, you've got to keep those legs pumping. Oh, boy. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Always, Laura. What's your take on swings in a tree? Oh, I love them. I've never actually thought of them as being married to one another because the swing is, while well, often hanging Can, from the tree. Are just going to hold it like that the whole time? Often on the ground. Is that, you're going to pass it back to me. I'm holding it like this. This is how I'm holding it. Awesome. Can you engage with Laura's question, please? Yeah, it's important. Had, instead of nitpicking my holding technique? <laughs> it just looked like you were, it was a pregnant pause. You were going to give it back to me. And no, I this, like, is, I want it. this is why I've got such massive buys and tries. <laughs> Because I hold things at right angles. And cum gutters. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I, I am pro um, tree swings. Big time. Do you know what the best ones are? When they go across like water. Out, mm. out oh, the water. fabulous. Oh. There are some more. You're thinking more like a, a plank with the... Um, like a bit of driftwood. That's driftwood. like, that's like a, a plank with the, uh, with the rope in the centre rather than two ropes. On oh. either side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good too. But Those I wouldn't call it a swing. That's why we've got to do a bit of a run jump and then wrap, wrap your leg around yeah, yeah. And, and hope it lands in a, in a favourable position. And, got, and, and <laughs> you've also got to hope there isn't a dead tree, other, otherwise known as a log, 
yeah. in the, the river or lake you're oh, jumping into. I know. I mean, that happens more than you would think. Joseph and I spent uh, five years and 100 episodes together combing through some of the, the world's greatest and worst fail videos. And oh, a yeah. number of people who do not take appropriate safety precautions yeah. when swinging from a tree into water. Would it's no lie. Jo- Joseph and Guy used to host New Zealand's edition of Fail Army. A collection nothing of worse greatest than getting wet. Yeah, that's right. That was one of our big running bits. Is that, uh, being wet is the worst thing that can happen to a person. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than wet. <laughs> He's not quoting the show. <laughs> Laura, you're like a massive tree swing person. Is this, yeah, well. There's something quite idyllic about it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. Um, one thing I have thought about is often in New Zealand you see trees on, uh, we have berms. Berms are termed yeah. these overseas, isn't it? I, I so. think so, yeah. Yeah, and if there's a rope swing on a tree that's on a berm, yes. is that everyone's swing? That Lord, is, I'm so glad you are. This is very relevant we, to the show because yeah. we, uh, we were scouring a, a very a prestigious uh, Auckland street for trees. We're not going to name we're it. We're not going to name the street. We and, might have on the other end. Yeah, or it's Hakanoa Street in Greyland, and there's this beautiful canopy that runs down the middle of the street. And these are really nice, inviting trees that are sort of shaped beautiful. like hands. Yes. And we were we were looking at one particularly lust lustily, and a woman was pulling into her driveway in her car, and she said, "What are you doing to my tree?" And I said, "What? Well, we weren't even doing anything." But I said, "We were we're admiring it." And then she sort of, you know, somewhat. Aggressively or poked her head back inside yeah. her very expensive four wheel drive, probably made by a Porsche or BMW. Yeah, and drove up, and we were like, "It's not even your tree. Mm. Just because it's in front of your property, that's the council's tree, which means it's everyone's tree. Yeah, I pay my her, rates." It's, but she has to mow the grass around that tree. They don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> that, to that, now that is something else. Is you're expected to mow your own berm, but you don't own the berm land. So why do you have to? Deal with the we need to give property owners more rights. Do you know what? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah. I. I mean, the the swing is a real state. Like on one of them down that down that road, they've actually put a ladder up into the tree and uh, knocked a few planks of wood in there for si- sitting perches. Well, that would that'd be fantastic for this podcast. Wouldn't yeah. It? And oh, now, oh, tell me about it. Technically, could could you guys go? We sit were too there? nervous. We. We, the assessment that we made is, you know what, this is a fight we will have and a fight we could probably win, but it'll just cast too much of a like negative yeah. shadow over the record. You, you don't want to be in the tree like living in fear that someone's going to tell you to get down out of the tree. And, yeah. and you, you don't want negative press already out there before the <laughs> podcast is released. Absolutely not. You know, like Titanic, he pulled it, James Cameron pulled it off. There's a lot of negative press about the film. It had gone over budget, but then it turned out to be a masterpiece. Hey, but was it Titanic where a whole bunch of people got spiked with uh, PCP? Oh, what? I heard that punch. recently, I yeah. I missed that story. Yeah, same. And Joe, you know so much about cinema that this would be a thing that I feel like you could verify. So maybe it was a different... No, I'm sure it was Titanic. No, no. It was I, don't know, I don't know everything. Someone, someone said that a lot of the... This is how they protested against James Cameron's bullshit and treatment of the production team. But someone spiked the production team's... Drinking water with PCP, and like, so everyone had to take a, a few days off. Shitload of PCP would be required to pull this kind of maneuver off. At first, they thought it was bad seafood because I think they had craft services had prepared a whole thing of, of seafood. Well, it's quite easy because they just um, they can just fish it off the that's side. Right. Well, well, yeah, that's absolutely famously, right. they're already in the ocean. Yeah. He's a method director. They did yes. shoot on water, Correct. and they did kill thousands of extras. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and then and a, a few of the crew went to hospital, and they were they were not putting up the hallmarks of seafood food poisoning. 
And then they started testing them. And they're like, hey, uh, <laughs> you guys are on PCP right now. Which would be a terrifying revelation. Yeah, it's one of those ones you, you want to know about. You don't want to be told after the fact. Mm. Okay, I'll get it. What, what's PCP? It's, um, I don't even know because it's like, I think it's big in America but not big here in New Zealand. But it's like meth, maybe? If you like, oh. I think it's I, liquid. I know usually. it was one of the drugs you could sell on the drug dealing game my dad had on his um, Palm Pilot. Dope Wars? Dope Wars. Dope Wars was. Are you, Phenomenal. are you sure they got spiked? It kind of seems like it's a film crew. They just took a bunch of PCP and <laughs> yeah, got also sick. very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good cover story. It's actually quite good that we're, we're covering this sort of salacious secondhand information because now we've got a genuine like we're really branding ourselves as a tabloid podcast now because we've got a genuine scoop with a close source. Yes, and then we've also got sort of idle speculation that we're printing as. As truth. Oh, a dog on the bike. Oh, it's a beautiful dog as well. Two, two beautiful dogs what, on the ground what here. What breed? Can you identify it? Husky. White. Husky. I, I would Look like to give you guys a... T- I need to take that. Yeah, I'm no going to get ready for our next segment. Oh, yeah, very good. Now, can you do that without knocking me out of the tree? 100%. Fantastic. Um, so, Joseph and Laura, you're aware of what the time is. I'm aware of what the mm. time is. If you need to shoot off... Uh, yeah, we, we actually we might have to. Yeah. Um, but... Can I just say it's been it's been an absolute honour. Yeah. Um, from the ground, yep. A uh, couple of be- beautiful hounds. And, oh, nice. And before there were some uh, great soccer players. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, the the weather has um, stayed consistent. I'd say gentle breeze. We're also in control of Quite that. Warm. So one, yeah. one, one of the one of the things about this Owaraka Park is like you 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 do come up a hill or a mountain, and then there is a genuine flat soccer pitch in the middle of this. Mm. Elevated, and it, that is a, a rarity and a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, a Joseph, plateau. Joseph and Laura, thank you so much for taking part in this. Before you leave, I've just got one question for you. Cool. The final segment we do is called the Tree to Board. Um, it's our tree leaderboard for the greatest trees, and uh, we just need you guys to name the the tree. Could be anything you like. This this like, tree, type this of tree. tree that we're this tree that we're in right now. Not the it, type of tree, just a name. Our name. Oh, give tree? it our name. Yeah. Well, how about our joint name? Manual door. Manual door. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. That's really good. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. Two Hearts, thank you so much for joining us on the penultimate episode of Podcast in a Tree. I love you both dearly, and we'll see you at the wedding where we will be broadcasting. That's right. I was going to say live, we'll, not live. If, even if they don't let us, we'll set up a stream. <laughs> you guys will be able to check it out from our perspective in the tree. Honestly, <laughs> I think we're going to do things differently. So. <laughs> We're open. Okay. <laughs> well, have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks, Bye. Goodbye, folks. See ya. And they just unplug their audio equipment. You can just drop them on the ground. It's, it's quite fun. Leaving Tim and I in the tree. Hey, you and me. That's right. We're ending as we began. I hope we're keeping the audio of them taking... It sounds like they're walking out of the we interview. Could. Yeah, like we've said something horribly offensive. Really good stuff. Okay. Well, there's not a lot left for us to do, Tim, mm-hmm. other than to rate this dang tree. Okay. So... Happy to. The tree to board. Uh, I think we'll start today with climbability. You found this tree yourself. Bye, guys. You picked it out of the lineup of trees available, and you said this is the one. Uh, I've spent a bit of time going up and down. Mm. I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I've probably got up as high as I've been in any of the trees we've been in so far at it's one point. the tallest point we've been. Um, and in that respect, the climbability is good. The entryway is a little bit challenging. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about that? Early barrier to entry, I'm sort of okay with it because it's one of those things where once you get past the hump, it's smooth sailing. So uh, 
I am gravitating towards a four out of five. Okay, four out of five for climbability. Now yeah. the next. Do you want me to take the mic? Do you need me no, to no, do I'm, that? No, no, I got it. Okay? I'm do, we just got to keep doing the sums in our head, but I'm, okay. I'm ready to go. Great. Climbability is four out of five. Rest and relaxation. Talk to me. Ah, mate, it's not screwing high because uh, so early doors, I felt early manual doors, I felt very endangered, mm. uh, and now I feel quite uncomfortable mm. just because of how mm. the branches have landed. Now that we're doing it, it it makes me upset that we're taking that out on the tree. It's it's not the tree's responsibility to be comfortable for us. No, but it is. uh, But we're still assessing it. Well, yeah, we're assessing it. Uh, So I'm going to give... Recent relaxations are two out of five, brother. Okay. Uh, can I actually bump it up to two point five? Because I was initially uncomfortable, but yeah. as we discussed in the podcast, I did I did find the confidence and the the movement to start enjoying myself. I love that. So that's six and a half out of a possible ten so far. Mm-hmm. Next up, health. How healthy is this tree? Take the lead on this guy. What do you think? Well, it's a tough one. I don't know what kind of tree we're in, so I don't know the hallmarks of it being healthy. But as I look around me, there's a lot of greenery. The Branches and offshoots are in bloom. Leaves abound. Some leaves healthier than others. Uh, generally speaking, it reaches up pretty high. Mm-hmm. Girthy trunk. Girthy trunk. Lots of different bowers to enjoy, both aesthetically and climbing-wise. I think, you know, it would take a lot to get this tree down. If we were to use his Reese's metric to of, punch it down, it would take a lot to punch this tree down, yeah. meaning it is a very healthy tree. I'll score it four out of five. So that means that we are currently at 10.5 out of 15. Coming up next, natural beauty. What drew you to this tree, and do you stand behind it? The thing that drew me to the tree was more practicality uh, of getting up in it and being inside of it. Mm, Because there was another tree not far from here, which I sort of had imagined as the more local to beat me to the the setup. But as the lower, there was a tree I had in mind, which I thought, well, that's like easy access. That one's screaming out for it. But then you you went out on one of the branches and what did you find? What did I find? You found it was slippery. Oh, it was quite slippery. It's deceptive. So it looked like a very easy tree to climb and and get amongst, but um, it was quite slippery. Mm. So I got mucked down for that. So natural beauty from the outside, looking in at this tree, it does possess natural beauty. It's it's. I mean, this isn't a supermodel. You know what I mean? I know, but are we get are we are we veering into X factor territory there. I think yeah, that's true. Natural beauty for me, probably three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. perfect. Okay, so that is fourteen out of a possible twenty, with the one remaining thing being X factor out of four. What do you got for us? It's got some. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It it's really got, does. It's got a bit of spunk. Well, there's like a bit the, of attitude. If you if you look at where we've had to position different bits of kit, yeah, the number of options available, yeah. not all necessarily perfect, but there's a lot. There, it's throwing up a lot of problems and also offering a lot of solutions. I feel like two point five. Two point five out of does four. Does that feel right to you? Yeah, I think that sounds pretty good. Which gives this tree a final score of sixteen point five out of a possible. 24, which is good for slotting into the bronze medal position just beneath Susan, just above 660. Manual door is the third best tree we've been in. Pretty good. I'm just going to get the scoreboard up on camera so that those of us at home can enjoy the visual. Uh, While you do that, I'll I'll provide a musical accompaniment for this segment. That's right. That is the Do you want to throw it to that one? You gotta imagine. You gotta imagine this was in frame at some point. Do you know I think the name of that song is like Susan or something? 
It's an incredible name. Oh, it's I just, a woman's name. I just broke the leaderboard. The treaterboard. Um, we can fix that, I reckon. <sighs> oh, you don't feel good about it. I'm bothered by it. Guy, I reckon we can fix that. I don't want you to worry because it looks very fixable to me. We just click it back into place. I know, I know, I know, but it's just like have some respect, man. Had a really nice time in the tree, and now I've gone and done something like that. Not at all. We, no, it's stupid. No, no, no. It was dumb. No, this, it was. This just episode, put it back in the bag. Climb down with it. Come on. You've got to fucking think about these things. Hey, guy. All right. I'm genuinely spiraling. I can see and hear it. So we're going to take a beat, and we're going to take a breath, and we're going to dig into this a little bit. That is not a big deal. And what you did was cool as shit. You threw it down there with a devil may care attitude. If anything, we just need a little more follow-through on that action. It was too light. It was too light, and it got caught in the wind, and it landed on a corner. I thought it was going to sort of hold its course and land flat, and then it would have been great. It would have been convenient. It would have been fun, and I've just – it's fine. It, it's fine. It's you, fine. It's not a big deal. It's a, white, it's a, a, it's a whiteboard. Uh, I don't know the name of it, but there is a art in Japan where you reassemble crockery that has broken. Oh, yes, yes. And you glue it back together. And, and the beauty more, of it yeah, is yeah. the fact that it is yeah. imperfect and has the cracks in it. You're right. You have added to this board. Thank by, you. By imbuing it with an experience that it will wear on its collar. Thank you. This is a good thing. I see this is nothing but a win for us. Thank you, Tim. And thank you to Manual Door for hosting us. Uh, who's the sponsor of this episode, Guy? I do forget. I'm glad you asked, Tim. It's, um, it's grass. It's on the ground. Not everywhere, but when it is, it's pretty nice. It's green. People eat it. No, animals eat it. People use it. They mow it. They roll around on it. They put blankets on it and have a nap on it. You can't do that with everything, but you can do that with grass. Thanks so much to Grass, and we will um, see you again later in our final episode of this run of Podcast in a Tree. My name is Tim Batt. My name is Guy Montgomery. Thank you to Joseph Moore and Laura Daniel, aka Two Hearts, and um, happy climbing, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.